I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Internet Marketing. Welcome back to the show where we give you the lowdown, the inside information, the word from the experts to help you use the internet as part of your marketing machine. Internet marketing is brought to you by Academy Internet at academyinternet.com. I'm Andy White and in episode 33 we'll be covering the online life of brands, how to keep your eye on the online brand message and we'll be talking to a man who knows a thing or two about the use of mobile phones in internet marketing, so stay tuned. But first, the online life of brands. I spoke to Dan Rowles, Internet Marketing Manager at Academy Internet. So welcome, Dan. What are we covering today? I wanted to look at a little bit about brand effectiveness metrics. We've touched on it in the past where online advertising, what impact it has on branding. If you look at the, the world of online advertising, basically it's grown and grown and grown. The IAB, uh, the Internet Advertising Bureau, have indicated that UK online advertising has reached £2 billion, pounds, okay, which outstrips newspaper advertising. So it's, it's a really, really massive industry now. Is that the first time that's happened? Yeah, it happened this year. Kind of, it's started to overtake a lot of other kind of media channels now. So, you know, it, it, it's a massive thing. There's all the big brands advertising online, small business advertising online. The industry's really taking off. There's lots of things shifting in the market, but click-through rates are going down. So less and less people are actually clicking on these adverts. So you have to ask yourself, well, why is an industry growing if the actual key thing that's supposed to be important, the amount of people click on the adverts, is dropping? Why? How, how does that work? The thing that internet marketeers have done, they've shot themselves in the foot a little bit, because we've always said that the whole great thing about online marketing is return on investment. You can see, you spend X, you get Y, you've made a return, you do a bit more. And that was the be all and end all. That's what we used to go and do sales pitches on and say, oh, internet marketing is the best thing since last bread, much better than any other form of marketing because you can really test it and judge it and have absolute metrics. But what we never really thought about is brand. And there's lots of brand experts out there that have been saying for a long time, you need to consider the brand a lot more and what impact online marketing is having on it. So basically, I mean, this sorry to pull the mic again. I'll get two mics next year, and we can have one each. It sounds like we're going back to the good old days of, of um, atom marketing, not atom as in atom feed, but atom as in you know the physical world marketing, where it was all kind of um, have big pictures of your brand all over the place to get your brand awareness up, yada yada. Something we didn't really kind of 
think about on the web, but it looks like we're having to think about it a bit more these days. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at, you know, people are still advertising on TV. People are still using magazine advertising. People are still doing billboard advertising. It hasn't just stopped working. And there's this whole idea that you need to make people aware of you to build trust, to build associations with what your company is in order for them to want to purchase from you. So there, there are some actual ways of measuring this. I hate marketing that isn't measured because it's a bit fluffy and it's the whole idea of you know half my advertising budget's wasted i just don't know what half kind of attitude i've worked in kind of the full spectrum of kind of marketing done lots of print advertising and it was a terrible industry and in that you know you'd be told our oh, magazine's great and it's the right type of magazine to advertise in and but you never really knew what you were getting from the ads and if you measured direct response you pretty much got nothing but then you still saw sales growth elsewhere so actually associating it to what what had worked was quite difficult so i just want to offer people a little bit of advice of you know a lot of people won't know anything about brand and what the idea of brand is and you don't have to be a big business this can work for somebody with a shop really a tiny you know, one-man kind of show business so just some things you need to think about okay understanding awareness first of all so do have people noticed your advert whether they haven't clicked on it or not is that not the case but have they actually noticed it in the first place okay are they aware of your brand and what that means so what does your business stand for what does it do what are your key kind of not policies but the attitude of the business and how it positions itself okay message association that ties into which is the key things you've said in the adverts do people connect those to you at all so if you're saying that this is who we are and this is what we're doing we're the cheapest at this do people associate with you being the cheapest in whatever your particular market is? Do they feel favourably towards your business? Is that a brand they like and they associate with? So if I say to somebody, Marks & Spencers, they'll give me an opinion what they think of Marks & Spencers. It may be they think it's high quality and it's really good. It may be they say it's out of date and it's, you know, it's not what it used to be. So there'll be an attitude towards your particular brand. Okay? And then you've got purchase consideration. So would they think about buying from you in the future and the kind of person they trust? Now... All of this stuff is actually quite difficult to find out. You can't look at clicks and work this kind of stuff out from that. So you get back into having to do sample measurement, which is when you take a sample of your market. So some people that have looked at your website or a group of people, and you can do it in a couple of ways. One, you can actually get people to register details, incentivize, and actually ask them the questions. Okay, and you can take a kind of qualitative report from what they think. A better way of doing it is to actually do online questionnaires. Dan, just back to that first one. When he said incentivize, what did he mean by that? Mm. Incentivizing, yeah, giving somebody something in order to obviously encourage them to do it. Now, that could be fill this in, or answer these questions, and we'll put you in a prize draw. And, you know, somebody will win an iPod, which still. The, ethical, the ethical bribe. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it still works incredibly well. iPods, for some reason, are just one of the best things in the world to give away. People absolutely love them. And they're obviously the lower end ones are reasonably cheap as well. Now, yeah. so, so you can do that. But a really good way of testing is to build an online questionnaire. If you do a search in Google for online questionnaire or online questionnaire software, there are loads of solutions out there that make you, let you build questionnaires really, really easily. A lot of them are free or very low cost. And you build a questionnaire online and it'll actually collate all the results for you and allow you to um, get some nice reports and break it down. So you might build some questions. So you might ask things like, did you notice this advert have you seen this advert anywhere when you've been on the web so if you're advertising in a lot of places what you might do is put your own advert somewhere on the front page of your website and then say did you notice the advert on the front page of the website which of these messages did you associate with it and you give them five messages to see if one of them is the one they associate with it so you're kind of testing the things we talked about so ad awareness brand awareness so did they see the ad do they know about your brand message association do they connect what you're saying 
Brand favorability, do they like your company or your brand? And then purchase consideration. So we're trying to test each of these things. So did they like the advert? What do they think of your company? But give them some choices. Don't just open it up. Give them something they can click. Because if people have to type things in, they are notoriously bad at actually filling forms in. People just can't be bothered. But if you give them five different options, they will select one. So you can ask these questions, then you can change the ad. You can ask the questions again, and you'll find that you get a shift in the answers if you get enough of a sample and you can start to make some measurement of what people actually think an ideal way of doing this is to have your advertising on a third party website and then ask the question on that third party site but that's not any good for small business generally because it's quite hard to do unless you're working directly with one website you're advertising with so even if you can't go to the length of doing these questionnaires try and get some phone details of some of your clients ask them some questions take some sample data and then do it again in the future as well and just be aware that online advertising websites do have an impact on your brand it's not just advertising it's the design of your website it's the the way your website's written as well so i think we need to start considering brand a lot more on the web how you write your emails the podcast all those different things have an impact on what people think of your company i mean this podcast is a great example lots of people come up to us and say oh i've listened to the podcast you seem to know what you're talking about, so therefore, can you talk to me about this? So it builds trust with people. That's part of the brand kind of thing. So think about all the things you're doing online, and m- online marketers generally need to take a bit of a step back and remember what marketing is, and remember the base principles of marketing. It's not just about internet marketing. Daniel Rouse, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Andy. Now, before we go on to the next segment, let me mention Academy Internet. Now, they provide the experts like Daniel, and they're a full-service online marketing agency who cover the full spectrum of online marketing activities and objectives, and it's all about using the technology to make your business work. They're happy to guarantee that they'll improve your return by at least 30%. You can find them at www.academyinternet.com, or you can call them on 44 if you're outside of the UK, or 01273-733-433. Okay, so let's move on to that main segment now. I spoke to Alex Meisel of Sponge Group about how they're using mobile phones to offer clients another marketing channel. And I started off by asking Alex about the key activities of Sponge. Well, Sponge has been going about five years now, um, and its core activity is developing mobile applications. We're the UK market leader in mobile marketing, and we work in three main areas. We work with agencies, we also work with media groups, and we also work with mobile operators. Okay, so the essence of, of what you do is you basically get key messages out to target audiences using presumably text, would that be right, on mobile phones? Um, yes, I, mean, I, I suppose it's, it's, it's more sophisticated than that. Sure, we do send out messages, but our core activity is really based around working together with partners, whether it is the media groups, the agencies or the operators, to work out what they're trying to achieve and then again working together with them to create a campaign. So that could be anything from, on one extreme, a text-to-win campaign for a big brand and at the moment uh, we're doing all sorts of things for sort of confectionery brands, food brands, etc. To the other extreme, which is fully blown CRM services, WAP sites for handset manufacturers, etc. So typically what will happen is whilst the campaign will start with someone texting in or communicating with us, and that's typically still text, it's very much pull-based rather than push-based. I'm with you. And then what happens is rather than necessarily sending a text out based on whatever the 
input was, whether it's someone entering a competition or wanting to know more about a brand or check on availability or whatever. We can also and often do send out much richer stuff. So whether that's a link to a mobile internet site, whether that's a bit of video, whether it's graphics, really anything. We, we just have a sort of clever black box which sits in the middle called TG3. Uh, which I've never fully understood myself, but luckily <laughs> we have a team of people who do. Yeah. Um, and as long as something comes in and we work out what to do with it, we send something out. Now, we've talked before offline about about what you do, and you told me this this wonderful uh, case study of, I, I think we're allowed to talk about it on air, Walkers, um, who I, I have heard of. And uh, tell us how that worked. Well, I mean, Walkers, I mean, a couple of um, amazing pieces of information about them. That they are, it, it would appear they're the number one food brand in the UK. And and we eat something like forty percent of all the crisps in Europe. Now that that's just me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I've had my fair share in the past as well. Um, and they put together, getting on for two years ago now, a, a major on-pack campaign with uh, the Big Kick, the below-the-line agency. And we supplied the whole mobile solution to the Big Kick. And in effect, what happened was every single pack of Walker's crisps had a unique code on it. And then you could enter either via your mobile on a normal tariff or via an online route. And every five minutes, day and night, for the whole of the month of promotion, you were then entered into a draw, the following draw every five minutes, to win an iPod. Ah. And over 5% of the population participated, and there were over 17 million entries during that time. So that kind of answers the question, is it mainstream then, doesn't it? <laughs> It, it, it is rather, and I, I think that that's, those sort of figures take people by surprise. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. ...to some extent because I think a lot of people assume that mobile is, is consigned to sort of youth with, with sort of an F on the end. But in fact... More mobile phone penetration apparently has reached over 100% in the UK. 
And if you think about it, the, the chances of meeting anyone without a handset these days is incredibly slim. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're ubiquitous. I heard some stats, uh, I think, oh, several months ago, that I think there are more mobile phones in the world now than people. Is that right? I, I, I think, I believe that is true. Certainly what we are seeing is that mobile is increasingly becoming the method people are most comfortable with to respond to any sort of campaign. Similarly, even, even for straightforward calls to action so when you know even financial institutions and service industries they are increasingly using a mobile mechanic to allow people to respond to more traditional media rather than email us now or ring our call center there are sort of great bits of data out there for example 38 percent of the public I believe, so they'd go back home for a forgotten phone before they go back for a forgotten wallet. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's becoming, it's, it's like everyone carries their phone with them, and it's almost becoming like a fashion statement as well, to to a certain degree, isn't it, the mobile phone? That's right. I mean, mobiles have, have reached the stage, I mean, in a way, a bit like PCs, where they can do most things that people need. I mean, the last big thing was 3G, and more and more people are, are sort of taking on 3G handsets. So increasingly now, what we're finding is that people are, are trading up their handsets, not necessarily for more capabilities, but for reasons of fashion. Okay, so let me, let's, let's just go back to basics again. Let me try and understand exactly what Sponge does. It, so basically, you're, you're sort of leveraging the sort of mobile phone as a kind of communication channel, primarily incoming and blending it into marketing campaigns. Is that about right? Exactly. I mean, what, what we're trying to do, certainly from a marketing campaign perspective, is that there's been a lot of guff talked in the past about mobile being some sort of incredibly complex, sophisticated thing. It isn't really. It, it's just part of the marketing mix. It's just another communications channel. And it has to be handled very differently and much more sensitively than maybe uh, a purer online route, simply because it is sitting in your pocket or in your hand day and night. Therefore, you know, spam is, is, is one of the most offensive things possible on a mobile phone. Luckily, Absolutely, those, those yeah. days are, are disappearing. Yeah. But similarly, you have to be ultra careful with people opting in to receive data, um, making sure that the sort of information you send back to people based on their requests is matched to their handsets, is matched to the sort of thing they're looking for. And that, that's why whenever we, we talk to brands and agencies, we insist that rather than buying lists, we create CRM campaigns for them, whereby they actually start building their own databases so that they can have an ongoing dialogue with their consumers. Now, this, uh, the, 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 um, the case study that we talked about, Walkers, is that fairly representative of what you do, where, for example, um, you know, some kind of like uh, incentive or message is, 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 is delivered to people via a product, and it's up to them to sort of text back in or come back in using the mobile phone and opt into some kind of information channel, presumably, which has a marketing message? So no, I mean, there's absolutely no obligation for them to opt in to have any further communication whatsoever. And we always insist on positive opt-ins in, 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 in any case. I mean, I suppose that the way we see the sort of mobile communication market, it, it works on three levels, or there are three stages. The first stage is React, and that's really quite straightforward. So you see an on-pack campaign, or you, you see a product of some sort, and you choose to react. So whether it's entering a competition, whether it's asking for more information, etc., and that then slowly blends into you start interacting with the brand. And ultimately, it can increasingly lead to a transaction with the brand. Now, how do you see the market going with this? I, I think 
as, 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 long as, as long as people act responsibly, we expect mobile to become a really quite significant part of the marketing mix. I mean, I think we've, we've demonstrated that it is a mass market tool. And what we're now beginning to see is, certainly within the marketing area, the thrust is moving increasingly to above-the-line agencies taking an active interest, as well as the brands themselves getting excited. Now, that's an interesting phrase you use there, above the line. What, what does that mean, Alex? Well, I, I suppose if, if you look at a sales promotion campaign, typically it is project-based, and sales promotion agencies are looking for the next big thing, and they're, they're looking, obviously, to win as many people as possible through some sort of direct response mechanism to develop a relationship with the brand. Above the line tends to be longer-term brand building, and what we're seeing is that mobile typically gets integrated at a much earlier level in terms of larger marketing activity. So it's, it's not just direct response to something, it is the whole area of CRM. Um, mm. And it's not added on maybe as an afterthought, but it, it's been thought through from the beginning of the campaign development. So it's fully integrated into your sort of CRM strategy, as it were. Now, I'm interested in, in, in WAP, actually, because I'm, I'm guessing that most of the messages that are moving to and fro are, are text, just simple text messages. Is that right? Yes. I mean, what, what is slightly frustrating with mobile phones is unlike maybe an online experience where really anyone with a, a PC is able to access stuff. Uh, with mobile phones, because you're dealing with multiple operators and multiple handset types and multiple handset capabilities, yeah. one has to be slightly more careful as to what is delivered. And it's rather like if you go back to the old days of, of online, the very first sort of people and agencies to have broadband knocked up the most incredible websites but in reality, about 98% <laughs> of the public couldn't access them. Yeah. Um, and the, the, there's a hint of that in mobile at times. So text typically tends to be the starting point for most of these experiences. But then, depending on the sort of campaign we're running, we can then identify what the handset is and tailor specific content for different handsets. So if it's video enabled, maybe we can send video if it isn't, but it's a sort of mid-level handset, we can send more static, richer content. And maybe if it's an older handset, then we send something really simple. Are we seeing much video yet, or is it still very sort of non-mainstream? Yes, I mean, we are. I mean, we, we worked on a, a great campaign with Glue, uh, which won multiple awards for them, for the Royal Navy, whereby the idea was it was a viral campaign called Get the Message. The idea being that via the website, you could put in the equivalent of a text message which you wanted sent to a friend of yours. And rather than going as a text message, it was embedded in real time into a video and delivered as a video to a handset. So you would have divers popping out of the water in a video, unrolling a scroll, and there would be your personalized message, which, you know, oh, wow. hello, Andy, how are you? Good to see you, or whatever it was. So, I mean, video is beginning to happen. The two challenges of video is that not all handsets are video enabled. And then secondly, which is even more frustrating for people in our industry, until uh, unlimited data packages become prevalent, the cost of data can vary dramatically from operator to operator and even from sort of package to package. So are you on pay-as-you-go? Are you on contract? Are you on and, and, and what sort of contract, etc.? 
Yeah. So the, the risk is, I mean, some brands, and you, you, you have to have a degree of sympathy for them. Some brands are, are nervous about offering rich content, which is fairly heavy on the data front, maybe half a meg or whatever, because it might cost one pound, maybe even more than a pound for the consumer to, to receive it. And until more people sign up to unlimited data packages, there's not an easy way around that because there is no way of offering free data and free transmission across all the operators. And the problem is that some of the operators' data packages, or all-you-can-eat data packages, in reality are too expensive. I mean, if it is around the five, seven pounds fifty level, which a couple of the uh, operators are beginning to offer, that's great, and you can see people adding that to their monthly package. But then there are others who are charging well over ten pounds for unlimited data, and that's probably just too much. Yeah, yeah. Just finishing off on on WAP because I'm quite interested in WAP. It, it, WAP, I mean, WAP first appeared ages ago, and then it kind of sort of disappeared because a lot of people were saying it was no good. What's your experience of it? They're even saying WAP is crap. I'm not allowed. I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. It's a podcast. You can say that. <laughs> um, I, I think what happened with WAP is, I think some of the operators in the early days saw the su- success of text and assumed that that was a passing fad, and that WAP would be the next big thing and really pushed it too hard too quickly before handset penetration allowed for good WAP experiences. I think what we're seeing now, especially as XHTML is becoming more available rather than WML, we are now able to build WAP sites which actually look good and perform well. And at the same time, there are more handsets out there. The vast majority of handsets being sold today are WAP-enabled. The next challenge we have, which is, again, slowly becoming uh, resolved, is a lot of people don't know how to actually set up their handsets for WAP. But again, as people become more knowledgeable, that's improving as well. And again, a bit of a parallel going back to the old online days. I mean, these days, if you buy a package with an ISP, you, you just connect and it happens. In the old days, you know, you needed to be a rocket scientist before you could even start. Well, Alex, thanks for talking to us. I mean, this this is a fascinating sort of method of marketing because presumably as mobile phones become uh, more readily connectable to the internet and all the various providers kind of settle down on how they charge, I mean, this is presumably is going to be a growing area. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if if you look at any available data from, from the sort of extreme to the realistic, everyone says that the whole area of mobile marketing, mobile advertising, etc., is going to explode. And certainly you only need to look at some of the big agency groups. I mean, people like Publicis, Aegis, etc. are now starting to buy mobile marketing companies as they suddenly wake up and recognise the fact that mobile is going to become more significant in the future. Alex Meisel of Sponge Group, thank you very much indeed. And I'll leave the last word with you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Delighted to talk to anyone who needs to know about mobile marketing. We're always available. Our uh, website is www.spongegroup.com and very happy for you to contact me direct. My email is alex at spongegroup.com. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Now, we would like to hear from you, so if you have any questions or comments that you'd like featured on the show, please do send them to info at academyinternet.com. Do feel free to send in MP3 files if you'd like to um, leave an audio comment and we'll play them. 
And if you're a subscriber, then we'd like to thank you for your valuable time. If you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like this podcast to be delivered to your earbuds automatically, you can find Internet Marketing on iTunes or at the academyinternet.com website and follow the subscription buttons. We'd also love to receive comments via iTunes and the podcast directories. So this is Andy White signing off and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.